What is up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman, and this is another episode of Wes Hoffman with Friends. Uh, I have been saying that for a long time now. <laughs> uh, I think it's been two years, uh, I guess almost three years now, since I have uh, changed the name to Wes Hoffman with Friends. And um, just want to say thanks again to everybody listening. Hope you're having a great holiday season. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who tuned in to listening to the episode with um, Jenny Hill from uh, Yes Honey. That was an awesome episode. I really enjoyed hanging out with her and, and just talking. Um, that was just super, super fun. Um, I'm having a lot of fun doing this and connecting with uh, friends old and new. Um, this friend of mine that I'm having on this episode is um, an older friend. Uh, we've been friends for a while now. Her name is Megan the Barber. Um, I actually, a little bit of background um, because we'll probably be shooting the shit a little bit on this episode. Uh, I uh, rented an office from her barber shop for three years. Um, so uh, we have some stories and some background, and uh, I really had a great time there. And she was a great person to work with, and all the barbers there um, Hess, Nux, Billy, Peaches, Sin, um, all of you guys were so much fun to be around. And um, uh, I really, really enjoyed my time at Union Barbershop and having an office up there. Uh, had some <laughs> had some wild nights up there. Um, definitely some times where I uh, stayed up there kind of late and had a good time and had my birthday party there a few times. So I uh, really, really love uh, Union Barbershop. Make sure to give them a follow at Union Barbershop Strike Bar. And make sure to give Megan the Barber a follow. It's at Megan the Barber on Instagram. Uh, just another quick uh shout out or uh shameless plug <laughs> um i've got new music coming out so if you guys want to follow me on in, on spotify uh it's just wes hoffman on spotify look me up look up my artist profile um if you could give my songs uh, a quick stream or um favorite them save them add them to a playlist um that would really really help just kind of bump things up before I release these songs uh, after the first of the year here. So uh, really excited about that. Going into record at Encapsulated Studios. Going to do two songs and uh, probably going to put out videos for both of those. So, um, And I'm going to be working with professionals here. So uh, I'm very, very excited about this. As I said on the last episode, that this is probably the most work that I've put into a musical project probably ever if not in a very long time so i'm really really excited to share these songs with you guys i've been practicing and just i just really really worked hard on them so <laughs> i really want people to listen um because i worked hard on them and uh, i want to share that with people and um i was actually talking to my coach not too long ago my coach mike kitko um, if you go back in the episodes you can see an episode that i did with him not too long ago and um, he was doing a little reading for me, um, like a human design reading or life purpose reading or something, <laughs> some spiritual shit, <laughs> and um, told me that, you know, one of my life's purpose, one of my my main purposes in life is to express myself. And for me, the best way to do that has always been through words and sound and music. So that's one reason why I love doing this podcast and why I love uh, music, even just uh, if I'm in my studio playing music and no one's listening, uh, I love, love, love to express myself that way. And um, I'm very, very excited to share this music with you guys. So without further ado, enjoy this episode with Megan the Mother Freaking Barber. Megan, the mother freaking barber, how are you doing? That was a nice introduction and also G-rated, I like that. Oh, well, I mean, you can, I don't know, I just always said, like, <laughs> my parents were, like, really strict on, like, cussing when I was younger. <laughs> I, I could say Megan, the motherfucking barber, if you want me to. No, I like it. it. It goes harder, but also my parents were so strict cussing as a kid. So as soon as I walked out the door, I was like, F this, F that. And then I realized that I started to have a super trashy 
mouth when I was older, and it doesn't sound very good. So I appreciate. I I like what you said. Oh it's well, thank. It's not classy, right? Like as an adult, you're like, get it out of your system. As a kid, it's not like kind of trashy, right? Um, I mean, sometimes yeah, too much, yes, but sometimes I think it's if okay. Like, hit, so like saying motherfucking barber, that's got to hit. So I think it's appropriate there, but then you know. You got to tone it down after that. So, sure, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, and I also worked like corporate jobs for a really long time. Not that like there's no cussing in, in corporate but, jobs, no, but no, you should not be cussing. Yeah, like it's it's just kind of like prof- a little bit more professional. I mean, you know, especially when you're talking like I don't know if the clients are kind of being that way, then you know it's it's kind of okay. But I don't know. I just I I'm. I'm just kind of old-fashioned that way sometimes, I guess, you know? <laughs> yeah, what do you think about this? Like, at the barbershop, sometimes we like cuss words. You start talking and cuss words are flying. And I'm, like, cussing and we're... And then some days we'll tone it down. But then, like, if a professional... I don't know. I, I don't have a great example. But if someone... Okay, let's say my insurance guy walks into the barbershop and he's like, Hey, what the fuck is up? Yeah. I'm like, listen, dude, I'm paying you a ton of money. What the heck? Like... Why are you cussing like this? It kind of turns me off because there's a time and a place. I'm like, I'm cussing, but I'm, you know, it's the right time and place. But like, if a professional comes off, there's been a couple times that I've had a, a meeting with like a super professional person. You know, you're giving them a lot of money, or they're supposed to be giving you input, and they're kind of like throwing the f word around. It makes me think that maybe you're not the right person for the job. That's I, I don't know if that's too much, but that's how that's how I felt a couple times. I don't know. Maybe that's being too judgmental. But. No, I know. I think it's just like a situational thing. You're like, okay, I'm here talking about my retirement right now. Maybe I don't yeah. want the F-bombs flying. Like, you know, Absolutely. if you and I go and out for also, a drink later, then that's different. You know? Like, totally. And I didn't drop an F-bomb yet, so it always catches... It's funny to me, though, because I'm like, wow, Megan, you cuss all the time, but then... Sometimes someone will drop someone like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute now. This I didn't say the F word yet, so you can't say it. So I guess that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a total double standard, but I, it, you know, is what it is. I, I understand. Okay. I understand where you're okay. coming from. So tell me, um, okay, I've kind of been asking everybody, like, um, since we're living in crazy times with this pandemic and everything, how are you, how have you been doing? Like, how have you, how have you been getting along? I mean, I think... The only thing that this pandemic did was make me realize that I got to work harder. Like, I've always been the type of person that says every day, got to work harder. What can I make better? What can I change? What things are not working? What is working? What can I expand upon? So for me, when we went through the pandemic, like, or went started quarantine or whatever, I immediately just started making a game plan for, I was hoping it was going to be a month later, but obviously it was three months later and still kind of happening that we needed a game plan for how to get back into business. And I, um, I think we're doing great because I think if you did that, all you can do is do your best, right? We're doing yeah. our best, we're working hard. You can't be hard on yourself because all of this is out of all of our control. None of you yes. don't have any control over any of this. So... The fact that you're doing a podcast, we're talking, I just got off of work, I cut a bunch of heads, I mean, we're so lucky, I just feel so, I hate the word lucky, but I feel so lucky that life is semi going on, so I'm doing good, you know, we all have our ups and downs and whatever, but all I can do is try to push forward and think about the future and not worry about what's, I don't really watch the news. I don't really care yeah. what's going on. All I know is I got to open the doors to a business every day and be the best positive, best vibe. I'm not going to lie. A couple of times I keep slipping, like kind of talking about coronavirus and pandemic stuff. And I try to stop myself really quick because it's so negative and so I, I don't like any of it. Yes. I think it's all blown way out of proportion. I think there's a lot of stuff that can be handled way better so if i get into that rabbit hole oh my god i'll never stop so i'm just trying to have light fun, right we'll have light fun conversation we're going to talk about tits we're going to cuss we're going to have a good time because all i can do is give people a good time especially guys who are like dude some of these guys only leave their house for a haircut that blows my mind yes it's so sad it's 
so sad, Wes. I know. I, I get to talk to, I talk to the same tons of people a day. I got my mask on. I'm the cleanest person in the world. I'm definitely the cleanest barber in the world. So is everybody else at the shop. So nobody's, I mean, no one's getting, we're all safe and everything's great. So, I mean, it hasn't touched me yet. So maybe I don't fully understand what it means, but I think we're doing really good considering everything, you know? I agree. I agree. And like, you know, I, I, the word that you said that sticks out to me is lucky. Like I got super lucky with, you know, right before all this happened, like two, I think maybe three months before we went into quarantine, I got a new job. Um, and then I moved into a new apartment, like right before, like a week before everything went into quarantine and, um, like the timing with everything, there, there was some divine timing happening in my life. Let me just say that because, um, and for me as well, it's so <laughs> rad, right? Good karma, good things happen, and good things just happen. It's amazing. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I feel like, um, I was just talking about this on like last week's episode. I feel like sometimes I feel kind of bad saying that like everything's good and that I'm fine and that I'm doing well because I know that. No, you have to. No, I know. Do not feel bad about that. <laughs> I know. I it's... Always have to, so all the positivity I'm constantly trying to spiel out, I always have to end that with, I understand that it's not good for everybody, but you know what? Not, life is not good for all of us all the time sometimes. There's a lot of bad stuff that happened to me this last year. I'm oh, me too. That, right? We're not going to talk about that, though, because why are we going to talk about the bad stuff when there's so much positive good stuff that we can we could talk about, right? But it's so much more if you just think about it. So, I I will I don't also think you should feel bad. I don't think you should feel bad. Right, I, I right. I that too sometimes. I get that. No, I, I agree. I totally agree. And I do want to go back to something because like a few years ago, um, okay, so I, you know, I used to rent an office at the barbershop that you own. <laughs> um, uh, and... Basically the best times of our lives. <laughs> yes. Um, but... Very sad that it's not there, but I'm happy for you. So happy for you. There was a day I remember where I was just having a shit day. There were a couple, I had some really, really bad days in that office in the upstairs of that barbershop. Like, I had some really good times, but I had some really bad times. And I remember you saying um, that, like, you can't, when, when you're a really positive person like myself, when, when I try, I'm, I'm always trying to get other people to look at the bright side and look at, see some kind of sliver of positivity out of something, then it's like people won't allow you or they don't expect you to have a bad day. And when you're having a shitty day, people are like, what the fuck's wrong with Wes? Like, he, he won't talk to me. Like, he seems real standoffish. It's like, you know, but I've, I've come to the realization just recently, like, I'm a super positive person. I love to wake up every day and, like, just... Like I love, I, I'm excited to live life every day, but there's also days where I'm, there's going to, they might be few and far between, but there's days where I'm just like, this absolutely sucks. I hate it. And that's okay. It's okay to have bad days. It's okay. Like being, we, like, I am so all of it, you know, that's <laughs> the other thing about being such a like positive, you know, once you're like, when you're an on person, like I'm an online person. You'll never see me not kind of dressed. You'll never see me not saying hi, having a good time, being your friend, introducing myself to everyone, making sure everyone's good. You'll never see me like that because I'm an on person. But every great once in a while, I have an off day. But as an on person, you're almost not allowed to have those days. And that's really hard to be a, especially when I know that when I go home, I'm definitely not an on person. I don't want to be touched, talked to. (laughs) Leave me alone because I'm on in front of people all day. But that's customer service, right? And you're a customer service guy. You're, and everyone's – most people are customer service. You oh, yeah. When most people who are customer service don't realize that they're fucking customer service, and you better be on because that's your job. Because if you're dealing with people, which – tell me a job that doesn't deal with people, you're customer service. If you're getting paid and you're working, you should be on. That's just what a job is. That's what my dad taught me when I was young. If you, when you, my dad always owned a bar. <clears throat> I don't care what happened to you before you walked into this bar. Once you step through that threshold, you are on. You put a smile on your face. 
you play the game, you're on a stage, and you be on from the moment you walk in to the moment you leave, or else you're not welcome here. So I learned from the time I was 18 that if you're having a bad day, you wipe that shit up at the doormat, you walk through the door, <laughs> you be on. But on that note, you can't do that. All That's just not a pro. Everyone's allowed to have a quiet day. Yes. And that's where we all need, instead of being like, what's wrong with Wes, you need to say, hey, do you need anything? Are you good? I'm here for you. So, like, I think our verbiage, and, dude, that's what's pissing me off about this whole pandemic. We are so hateful to each other. We're so rude. We're so oh, all yeah. each other's differences. It's 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 driving me insane. So everyone just be like, hey, you don't have a mask on, so I'm gonna stay really far away from you because I want to wear a mask and not be like, what the fuck? Why do you have your mask on? The hate, dude. The hate that is going on right now is ridiculous, and I cannot, I can't, I can't believe that as a team, like we're a country, we're a team. As a team, we treat each other like shit. Oh, yeah, we totally do. treat each other a little better, this would all be better. So if we just change our verbiage a little bit, not, God, Wes is quiet, what's wrong with him? Nothing's wrong with him, he's being quiet today. Hey, if you need anything, please reach out to me, I'm here, done. Hey, if uh, you need a mask, just let me know, I have an extra, done. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't get why we have to be so hateful, and the divide and the civil unrest that's happening, that's what's happening, we're all treating each other not well we would just be positive you know things leave things on an open question or a can i help you i really think our whole world would be a billion times different it's pretty nuts don't you think i i do i think people like people are so quick to be offended and to offend like yeah yeah, they're so so, none of your business it's wild i i really think like you know this is something the pandemic is something that like has caused a lot of us to well you and I are talking about it right now it's it's just exposing the parts of our society that like need to be healed and how we need to like yeah you're exactly right like we don't we don't work as a team we don't work as a unit it's like it's so divided yeah our government literally starts off from the top divided Making us fight over which one is good. Like, let's fucking be honest. It's the same fucking team. They're on the same team. We're all on the same team. If we all would all just get on the same team and be cool with the fact that we got to live together, we're lucky enough to have as much space as we have in America, not be on top of each other if you choose not to be. We're so goddamn lucky. We are. We are. Anybody fucking... I don't think anybody has any humility or any grace about anything anymore it's all about me 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 money and greed and you know i love hey i love competition i'm the most competitive person there is out there but you know about things that make people better not about things that trample on people yes people you know it's about building competition is about building people up making you stronger quicker faster uh have that spirit of Hey, I'm going to go to work today and be on because that's what I do because I'm the best, you know? If everyone would just mind their own little space and swear in this world and try to be the best they can be and be kind, like, it sounds so easy, but it's so hard. And everyone has stuff going on in their lives where I just did this the last year was I had a bunch of stuff going on and I didn't really realize that for the past maybe, I don't know, I'm going to say three or four years, but it's probably more like 10 years. I've been bringing my shit to work. The person who tells every person that I train, every person that I hire, don't bring your shit to work. You make sure you're on. I wasn't. I didn't realize what a funk I had been in for a really long time. Uh, And I was doing exactly what I've been telling everyone not to do. So for me to say, it's so easy, guys. Let's treat each other well. Well, it's not that easy because I haven't been able to do that except for this year what a bunch of things clicked and changed for me. And I had some really huge realizations. Now I really do. Like, I really hate to say this. I would have treated you better. I probably did come to work one day and be like, what's wrong with West? <laughs> when I'm giving the, what I'm giving the, uh, what I'm telling you to say, well, you sh- I should have said, Hey, if you need anything, you know, I hope I did say that, but I'm in retrospect, I probably did it. So I'm, the same person that I'm saying none of us should be, so we all do it. It's so hard not to just be about yourself and look out for yourself, but man, part of that really is making sure that your home life, your 
career, everything is making you happy? Are you healthy? Yes. Are you eating good foods? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you in a relationship that's good? If the answers are no, you've got to fucking change it. Especially, I, I totally agree because I think you, you and I have had similar experiences the last couple of years. And like, you know, I think especially with your job, your, your, the biggest, the big ones, like your job, your relationships and where you live. Like, I think that's the three big things. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like if, if one of those three things, if you hate your apartment or your house or you like, if, if, if the person that you're like married to or in a long-term relationship with, if like you're going home and that person is not uplifting. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes people argue like, and I know that that's no, that's like normal. Like, no, nothing's perfect. Nothing's you know, perfect. Like, but you shouldn't be in a funk. And if you're in a funk, there's something wrong, right? And and if that other person, if if I'm not up, if if that other person is coming home to me and they're not feeling uplifted by me, I don't want them to be with me either. Like, you know, I like so I and your job. I mean, dude, I would say all three of those things that I mentioned. Like, even though I love being self-employed. It was time for all three of those things for me to just have been. All three of those things were stressing me the hell out, and like, and I needed to change it. Yeah, well, it's the hardest decision. I remember when you came into me or up to me, and you were like, "Hey," and I knew it was coming. I could feel it because you know me; I'm like pretty intuitive. I I know I feel things. I listen to my stomach definitely more than I've ever listened to my brain. I'm not that smart of a chick. But I got a gut like no, like nobody else, and I, I followed my gut to owning a business. I mean, that, that's, it's not my brains that's gotten me here. It's other people learning from other people, watching other people's mistakes, and following my gut and just doing what feels right, right? Yeah. And any person could learn a trade. I just happen to learn a trade that I love. And the reason why I think my barbershop is so successful is because I treat people well. Whether it's the guy renting the office upstairs, whether it's the barber I'm training. And I didn't always do that. It took me a long time to realize you got to be easy on people. But when my dad taught me how to do stuff when I was younger, you either did it right the first time or you got hit. And you definitely fucking do it right the second time because you don't want to get hit again. So I only, you know, you only can teach people the way that you were taught. It took me a while to, to be easy and figure out how to use words to communicate as opposed to like, you know, being hard on people to a certain extent. But anyway, um, I think it's really just the way you treat people. And I've noticed the better I treat people, the bigger the shop is. I mean, there's 10 barbers there now. Yeah. It's the the best I've ever treated people. And I can see the repercussion. And then, then I can also really see the past and how I have treated people and the things I needed to change. And I told myself I needed to change. I changed them and look at the awesome stuff that's happening because I, I learned my lessons. You know, we all mess up. We all make mistakes. Like all you can do is learn from it and try to be that better person. So all I can say is that you should uplift people. I didn't used to do that. I knew I needed to do that. And now I do that. Right. Like all we can do is try to do what we know is right. And sometimes we're going to mess that up, but for, I can really honestly say this past year for 80, for 50% of the year, 80% of the time, I just try to really think of others first and not in a stressful way, just of how would I want to be spoken to? How would I want to be treated? And that makes me feel good. It makes me feel like my car was better. It makes me feel like a little more optimistic about what's going on right now and, and it's, not being so like bummed out. Like, okay, if I can change, but I'm a hard head. If I can change... And I can learn a new trick. I think other people can too. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. So I totally agree with you. A hundred percent. That's how I am. Like, I'm like, well, I change all the time. Like I've, I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'm a completely different person than I was last year. Like mentally, physically, emotionally, like, because, you know, but I also had to, and I do, I, I a hundred percent believe that people can change if they want to. But I also like, that's the other thing. Like people get upset with you for changing. You're like, wait, you really want, like, you really want 21 year old Megan kicking it with you? Cause I promise you, you don't. Cause she's a wild animal. Like, <laughs> wild I never want, I sometimes I can't, I, my stomach hurts thinking about 21 year old Megan or 23. Oh Megan. God. Like, what? A piece of shit. Yeah, hey, so 21 year old Megan and 21 year old Wes would have been friends. Well, we, we might have not been here. T- 
talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people I meet now that I'm like, oh my god, I'm glad I didn't know you back in the day because we would have killed ourselves together and going down in flames. But, you know, 37-year-old Megan is probably really stupid compared to 57-year-old Megan. I'm not there yet. Yeah, but yeah. You know, 57-year-old Megan is going to be a smart-ass chick. She's an learned a lot and changed so much that i mean i just think that's amazing i think change you know people are so afraid of change in every way oh totally i I think change is the best thing because like oh it's beautiful ever taken a big risk has ever been like well i'm so sad i took that risk that really didn't work out fuck no most of the time it works out to be the most amazing thing that ever happened in your life and if it didn't work out, at least you tried, and you didn't puss out, and you knew what happened. At least you didn't have any regrets, you know? And I, I think, like, the big—I completely agree with you. Like, I don't regret anything. You know, I took some big risks when I quit my job, and I started my own business. And, like, you know, but I think the biggest changes happened for me when um, sometimes you don't realize, like, how— Um, I don't even want to say bad, but you don't realize how maybe some areas of my life that I had neglected, like, and then you, you hit rock bottom, you hit kind of this rock bottom where you're like, I don't have any other, I can either stay like this and this is like rock bottom and it's shitty and I'm very unhappy or I can change it and like change. I, I, I literally feel like. A big part of me, if I if I went back and and talked about all this stuff, like which I, we don't have all that much time, but um, you know, I started, I kind of started my life over again, like as far as my relationship, and I moved out of my house that I've been in for a long time, started a new job, kind of shut down, like you know, my my um, treehouse business is just like on the side now, and I started getting healthier, like taking time for myself to work out and like read oh and God, meditate and like. People are pissed off because they're always about their job, their significant other. Dude, that's my whole life now. If, if I don't come first, uh, then you don't get any. Yes. And that doesn't mean I'm selfish. That is not selfish because I do for others all day. I will always look out for everybody else. But if I am not taking care of myself and not being healthy and not little things, I don't care if this sounds superficial, but... I get to get my nails done now because that makes me feel good about myself. It also makes my haircuts nice because I do a scalp massage and it is fucking awesome and it feels way better with fake nails. It is what it is. But like, <laughs> I get to go get a massage. Like, I'm allowed to take care of myself. I shouldn't have to ask permission to go work out. That's not a life. That's not a life. And that and should. I don't think that, you know, for me, I was like, I, I had it flipped around. I was like, well, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to serve other people all day long. And then at the end of the day, I'll do something for myself. At the end of the day, I'll play video games or I'll like go play my guitar or do something that I feel like would really, um, you know, that that'll, that I really want to do. And I think like the, the frustrating part of that is like, you're, you're exactly right. And you kind of touched on it earlier. Like, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself and you're in kind of a bad mood, you're not able to help other people. Like your your gas tank runs out. You run out of gas. You run out of fuel. It's like so, you know, about a year ago when I got this job, um, I started waking about uh, right before I got this job. I started waking up early. Um, I don't have any kids, so I, I, I have the ability to do that without kids running around. But like I wake up early, I meditate, I do a little workout, I read a little bit, I burn some incense, make coffee, like take, take care of the dishes. And then by the time eight o'clock rolls around um, and, you know, so maybe I'm up at six thirty seven. I've got an hour to myself before work, before I start work at eight or eight thirty. And like I'm actually ready to help and do my job and like, and, and do work. I'm, and talk to people. I'm not in this irritable mood where it's like, Oh, I don't want to be up. I don't want to be awake yeah, right now. You're like rushed, You're rushed and you haven't even taken care of yourself yet. Yeah. And like brushing your teeth and taking a shower does not, does not, does not, so like it's not taking care of yourself. You know what I mean? Right. That's, that's just normal. Like <laughs> that's just yeah. hygiene. That's what most people are like, well, I took care of myself. Now I can go do the day. And 
I just realized that that's not enough. I just, and also I feel like we all just deserve more than that, you know? Like, I don't know, I have two kids, so if I don't exercise and work out and I feel like I look like I've had two kids, I don't feel good about myself. And if I don't feel good about myself, how can I take care of you if I can't take care of, that's the other thing. That's like the best advice, and I've heard it, how many times have you heard this? Well, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else. It's like, well, easier fucking said than done, because when you spend your whole day taking care of others, you just want to die at the end of the day and go to sleep so you can do it all over again tomorrow. And I just don't think that's the way to live. Yeah. So I've realized now, like, the people that are in your life should be, your partner should want to see what you want, what do you need, and you should be doing that for other people, too. It has to be a, it's the same thing. It all comes back to being a team. America's a team. My barbershop is a team. Your partner, that is your team. And if you are not a team helping each other, building goals together, building everything together, and making sure each person is taken care of and can take care of themselves separately, but then also come together and do something together, then it is not a good relationship and it has to go. Right, and right. I mean, I've been pretty upset a couple times this year. There's been a lot of relationships that I've had for a really long time that have ended this year. And I think whether I wanted them to end or not, it just was what it was. I don't control anything. I don't have control over anything. So, it, you know, it's been some ups and downs, and some of it was kind of sad, but also I think everything's meant to be, right? I agree. I agree. Yeah, and it is. It, it's, it's, it is kind of sad to see relationships kind of, like, fall to the wayside for sure. Like, But, you know, I, I just hope that, like, the other person... Like, you know, at this person, at this point, it's like, I just hope that other person is happy. I don't wish anything negative on them. Um, you know, like, and I want to go back to something that you said, um, about taking care of yourself. Like, I don't think, you know, there's a lot of talk about self care, you know, these days. And, you know, when you, that saying, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. Very true. But I don't think. People, I don't think we fully understand what it means to take care of ourselves. Like, you know, yeah. for, for me, taking care of my, it's this holistic, it's for everybody, right? yeah, it's different for everybody. Yeah. And for me, it's yeah. getting eight hours, a solid eight hours of sleep, waking up a little early, like just having time to be quiet for myself before I, you know, I'm on the phone all the time for my job, like, and there's going to be emails and all, you know, and I'm luckily I like, I live by myself, so that's fine. But like. You know, I um, I have a girlfriend now, and, <laughs> and uh, oh my god, I have a boyfriend. It's so fucking awesome, right? <laughs> Isn't it so sick to like meet somebody and you're like, oh shit? Yes, I, it's, I was in the wrong relationship. Especially wrong after, wrong. especially after you, you know, I'm 37 as well, and it's like, oh, I, you're the same age. I know, I haven't dated anybody for a long time. Had? I know something up with the 37, but I told her like, uh, when we first started dating, I was like, you know, one thing that I want you to always like a, like, I don't even want to call it a rule. I think that some like self care is really important. So if like, if, if one of us says, Hey, I really want to hang out with you, but I need some time to take care of myself right now. Like, so, you know, can I have a night to just like lay in my bathtub and watch a movie by myself and light a candle and like journal or something like that. And you know, that does that, not mean space. That just means self-care. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And then, it, you know, if she says that, or if I say, Hey, I just need like, um, I feel like I haven't had a chance to catch my breath. I need to just go to bed early tonight and like get some good sleep. Like that, that I never want that. I always want, uh, her to be her main priority and me to be my main priority. Like we take care of yeah. ourselves first before you can even think about trying to meet my needs and take care of me. Like, you know, we're adults. We can, you know, I need to be taking care of myself. Adults, right? yeah. yeah. And we it's, have the same conversation. I think that's so fun. I also just want to have fucking fun because if I'm not having fun, I'm not in a good mood all the time. I'm not, just excited then there's something off about that also you should be excited for life you should be excited to see that person every day you should never lose that like spirit that excitement and um 
if it at all feels stressful, I think, you know, I used to think a relationship, well, one person forever, right? I don't think that anymore. I think, I feel lucky that I think I've found just the really perfect person. But if that person turns out to not be perfect, I'll never be so distraught like I was, you know, because people change and sometimes they change with you and sometimes they don't. And that's yeah. Okay too, you know? Yeah. And I, I agree. I mean, like, you know, when you're younger, we're, we're kind of taught by our parents, like, and just how society is like, well, you know, you find that person, you get married with to them and you stay forever. And it's like rela- <laughs> relationships don't, um, you know, they, they can expire. The relationships do have expiration dates, especially if like people don't change. If it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm growing and I'm learning these things. And like, you know, I want to talk to you about them. Like the other person, you're just not on the same wavelength. Um, yeah. it's not, it's, also I had to realize that 23 year old Megan chose her person so like we got to think about that for a second also <laughs> wait what what do you mean <laughs> like 20 like 23 year old me chose the person for the rest of my life that person didn't make one good decision ever so i'm just saying like, oh yeah maybe it wasn't for like i think 37 year old megan probably gonna make a better choice that's all well yeah it's you're you're exactly right like you know i was 25 whenever like my wife and i got together and you know, now I'm 37. That's 12 years ago. Like, do you have any uh, idea how much shit I've went through in, in the last 12 years? And like, you know, I have no, I have no, um, ill will towards like, you know, that person towards, towards her. But like, um, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm a different person. You're a different person now. And I don't think that the people who we are, we're not the same people that we were when we were 25 and our priorities, like what I want in a relationship and, and out of my life it has changed. And like, I, you know, what do you want? What are the things that you want? Like, you know, how long has it been since we've had this conversation of like, what do you want out of life? And what do I want out of life? And do those things line up? Because <laughs> it could have been seven years ago that like, we got off track and we've been trying to like, make it work, you know? And I, I totally agree with what you said about just like, um, having fun. I think you got to keep that like just in life in general, but also with your, in your relationships and with just with your friends, like my, yeah, why not? you know, why, what, I mean, what the fuck? We're all going to die of the flu next week. Might as well, have fun, <laughs> well, like even with my, uh, you know, my really close friends, like, um, I love just like, Hey, come over and play video games. Like let's, let's just have fun. Let's like joke around and let's like have a good time. We don't even have to like, we don't have to drink anything. We don't have to smoke anything. We don't have like, let's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, let's just have, let's plan things out to do that make us happy. And like, I feel like for a long time I thought, well, now I'm an adult with a corporate job, so I can't have, I'm not allowed to have fun. Like I need to just like, no, you need to have more fun than anyone. Cause you have a fucking corporate job. <laughs> Well, right? I, I have to say, I really, really like my job. I love my job. But like, but That's right. no, it's, it's fucking amazing. I'm pumped for you. I mean, it's amazing. But my jobs, you know? my jobs before, like my jobs early in my earlier in my career, I was like, well, I shouldn't be playing music. I shouldn't be doing podcasts. I shouldn't be doing stuff that I that I that like my I shouldn't be following my passions. Like I should really just be working and, you know. That's kind of it. And and taking care of my yard and like, um, and, and that's Being not, an adult, right? It, You're supposed it, to be an adult. And paying my bills. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought being an adult was, um, being an adult was everything that made me unhappy the last couple of years. So if that's what being an adult is and not just going with your heart, then I don't want to do that anymore. So I, I don't know, man. I just, life's too short to not love yourself and be happy and get excited about the next day. And I mean, it is a dreary world right now that we're living in. It's constantly talking about death numbers and tolls. And I don't pay attention to a lot of it because I don't see that. I see a lot of great people still working really hard, doing a lot of great things, trying to keep great attitudes. That's what I'm around every day. And I feel so lucky. Like, Hey, I got a nine to five job too. But I get to wear whatever I want. I get to do a craft that I just love. I get to make people feel good about themselves. 
make them look good when they haven't had a haircut in nine months. Like I just feel like the most lucky person ever. Yeah. So really positive about next summer when everybody wants to get, you know, everything should be getting vaccinations and hopefully things will be a little better. But I, I don't even care. I think things are great right now. I know people are out of work and that sucks, but I think things are great and everyone's on unemployment. So also free vacation. I don't really know. I can find the positive for fucking anything. Cause you're not gonna, I'm not going to find the negative right now because if I do, it will never stop because there's too much. Oh but yeah. That's why I had to make all those changes. Cause yeah. without all the changes I made, it would have been too much and I wouldn't have been able to handle it anymore. Maybe, who knows what would have happened, but now I can't, I've made all these changes and it's fucking great. And if things keep feel shitty, I'll make another change and another change and another change. And I'm not going to stop until life is just always good, you know, and there's always going to be something bad. Now. Like, I mean, Jesus, I, I, I won't lie. I, I've probably been having a little too much fun. I made a couple of mistakes, but what am I going to do? <laughs> right? I messed up. Megan learned her lesson. She doesn't drink on the weekdays anymore, and everything's great. Like, you know, you got to make changes, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I think, like, something else that you kind of touched on is, like, you know, you have a job that you – your job is your passion, and you're a business owner. Uh, I, and- I, like, a my job i feel i'm like i get tingly thinking oh my god i get to cut hair tomorrow after i just did it for nine hours with no breaks didn't pee didn't eat I, this is what it is i love that shit make sure you and pee I and eat megan <laughs> i'm not i sometimes i can't but here's the deal like i only have that because i eject love and positivity and like love what i do so i get people who love what i do so i have great people in the chair all day and the same thing with all the other barbers. So they have the same thing happening. And that creates a hundred people just chilling it, feeling happy together. And, and yeah. Like, your law of attraction is so fucking huge. Dude, you gotta read this book. It's called Becoming Supernatural. Dude, dude, I, I was it. just I listening to the audiobook today. It's so good. You are not reading that book right now. I just turned on the audiobook on YouTube Jesus like Christ. an hour ago. Goddamn page, Wesley. That's Hype, dude. That book is the shit. That book is like, it's taking me a minute to read because I'm kind of tired at the end of the night, 10 pages at a time. But that book is making me really feel like, hey, if you want something to happen, get it. And I want a lot of things to happen. I got a lot of goals. I got a lot of work to do. I'll always have a lot of work to do until I die. So uh, well, that book's amazing. He wrote another book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. That I, I know that's the next one I'm gonna read. Oh, it's so good. It's it, it will make so much sense to you after like this year of just like change because, oh, um, you know, it it just talks about like the basic premise is like if you are and I think I fell into this. I totally fell have fallen into this in the past. Like if you if things are start happening to you that make you sad and depressed, like at first it, it's a mood. And then it becomes, it's like, oh, I'm just in a bad mood. Well, then after a while, if you, if you hold on to it, if you hold on to it, then it becomes your personality. It's like, oh, that person is just a bitter person now. Like they, oh something God. bitter happened to them. And then a few days later, they were bitter about something else that happened to them. And now you're 37 years old and you're just a bitter asshole. And it's like, and, and, and I'm like, oh. I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be like, you know, I need to just like reevaluate. Like, what is the thing? Like, let me backtrack here. What is the thing that made me so bitter and so judgmental towards people? Like, you know, how, how can I like unpack this a little bit and like realize that this is not what I want to do. And then meditation is like, helps me with that so much to like, not have those, those feelings become my mood and my emotions and there's bad days my dog died i that was one of the that was one of the worst days of of this year was my dog died in august and that was like it was just emotionally brutal it it was so unexpected but it's like you know to realize that that's who we've become especially when you get to be in like your 30s it's like we have trauma and different things that have happened to us throughout our lives that it's like oh i've I have become this thing, <laughs> you know, and now I can like unbe break the habit of like being yourself basically. Um, 
Yeah, dude, I can't wait to read that book. I'm so stoked about it. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you about, uh, we'll talk about it after you read it, and then I'll read the other one. We can talk about that. But yeah, dude, you said it. That's what I'm telling you. Like, we all treat each other like shit because we're all in a perpetual bad mood, and we don't even know it. It is nuts. Yes. Because we don't think that we can change. The changes we have to make are too scary and too big, and we're not willing to do it. And that's too bad because... God, I, I think I can, I don't know what you think, but I think this last year and all the scary changes I made, and yeah, let's be honest, I didn't get out of bed for five days this year for a couple of times. I was pretty fucking depressed and blah, 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 but that's, that's change, man. That's fucking going through it. And you come out of the other side, like, a, I came out of the other side just a different person. And Me I, too. I am so, man, I'm really thankful for this talk because... It's like those things were six months ago. I could never have this talk. I was, you probably couldn't even have got, you, I wouldn't even answer the phone call. I was so fucking depressed and lost. And, but it's just amazing what taking care of yourself and, and going through those changes and having the guts to fucking make a change can do for your life. It's in, incredible. And what it does for everyone else's life. Because now everyone else that I touch isn't pissed off because they just had to have an interaction with me. They're fucking pumped to see me because they know I'm pumping up. Look yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and oh, I love it. It's so fucking cool. It makes me just so happy. I'm so happy, Wes. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, yeah, I think you hit the uh, the nail on the head with it. Like, how? What? What did you just say? Uh, that really, really like. Oh, dang it! Now I, you got me all smiling about shit. Like, <laughs> well, it's just like we have to make those big changes. Oh, the right? big changes! The big changes! Like, yeah, um, big changes. about about like I think a lot of us, and this was my thing. I didn't want to admit that. Hey, I need to make a change. Like, I didn't yeah, want to scary. admit. Oh, I didn't so want to give up my business. I didn't want to get divorced. I didn't want to get a job. But like, those are the changes that needed to happen. And all of that is so scary and it seems messy. And it's like, I, and I, you don't want to move because it's like, Oh, oh I got to move all my shit out of this. Like, you know, but it's all for the best. And it's like, I, you know, I, I think a lot of us though, we don't want to admit that I need to make a change, but a lot of us do. I would say all of us in some area, like at some point in our life, we're all going to face a moment where it's like we need to make a big change like okay also i cried for two weeks straight when i moved to st louis 10 years ago and look at me fucking now <laughs> I the, fucking, the, the biggest change of my moving from arizona to no family to st louis everyone literally my going away party was my friends telling me what a fucking idiot i was and i'm just like cool okay i'm gonna do it uh, these are the changes that put you on the trajectory of fucking you're you're fucking amazing. If you have the guts to make those changes, do you know what guts you have to make your life? Like what you can do with your life if you can make changes that no one else has the guts to do. You're probably onto something, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I just thought about that song from like actually probably from ten years ago. That's like, how do you like me now? How do you like me now? <laughs> hey, yeah. what movie is that from? How do you like me now? Oh, hey, I don't. That's funny. Um, me and my daughter sing that all the time because it's that silly little character. Wait, it's a movie. I'll text you tomorrow what the movie is. Yeah, let me know what it is. Let me know what oh, it is. Oh, it's so silly. My daughter loves that. If I asked her, if she was right here, man, I'd ask her and she'd know exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. So well, Megan, it, this was fantastic. Like, um, Thank you for being on the podcast again. I, it's been years since you were on um, but, and, and remember we did that strange house podcast a long time ago. Like that's probably five oh or six God, years yeah, ago. That was, yeah, that was funny. Remember when Frank was talking about like fucking safe sex and shit. That was bizarre, dude. I know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I have that. So I, I have that episode somewhere in my Dropbox, like somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> And you were kind of like, uh, you know, if you, if, uh, you need help with that, like I can try to help you. You know what I did years later though, I made union barbershop condoms. So I think maybe that's where I got the idea. (laughs) Those condoms went so, you know, I'll do like cards or I mean cards, I'll do combs or I did, you know, we just do all kinds of koozies, lighters. 
Yeah, oh, lighters. The lighters are tight. Yeah, I, love, I usually do that stuff around Christmas. This Christmas, we're doing, like, cigar boxes with all kinds of cool shit for, like, gifts so you can buy your person a gift. It's pretty tight. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll post them on the internet so you can see what I'm talking about. It'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much. I miss you a ton. I miss you. Um, uh, I hope to come back to the bar. I, I need to come down there sometime and just have a drink and like hang out and talk I to you guys you for would. like a couple hours. Yeah, dude, we get off around five o'clock and we usually all have a drink most of the time on Friday evening. We I try not to drink during the weekday, but Friday we usually have a drink after work about five o'clock. So if you get off work and you're in the area, well, please stop by. I will. One of these days I will for sure. So, okay. all right. Well, Thanks much love to you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Much love to you. I'll probably put this up in a week. Um, and and if, if you could send me a, um, a photo. A picture? Uh, I saw that. Sorry, I got so busy, but I did see that. Do you want, like, what do you, what kind of photo do you just want? Just, like, a selfie, and I'll put, like, your, I'll put, like, Megan the Barber on it for, like, the podcast episode. Okay, cool. All right, I'll make a good one. Okay, Awesome. All right. I love you, Wesley. It's I love so good to talk to you. I love you too. It's so good to talk to you too. Have a great rest of your night. I will. Uh, hey, I'm so happy that you're dating someone new. Oh, thank you. I really. Ha- it's funny because you think you're going to be alone forever, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. And then you're not. And right. Then not. And then you meet somebody, and it just like it just like clicks, and you're like, oh my god, I like I can't believe, like I. I felt like I was 17 again when I first I met this lady. Like, me too, dude. I met the coolest fucking dude. Like, it's tight. And I just feel like, oh my God, this is how a relationship's supposed to be. It's fucking bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. I'm, I'm happy for you too. I'm happy for you also. All right. I'll <laughs> talk to you soon. Come visit soon, dude. I will. I will. Much love. All right. All right. Bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.